1: I've watched in agony, you know, when younger men that were so sure of their calling, but God didn't open the door. And so they manipulated and maneuvered and schemed and connived and whatever, trying to force the door open. It never works out well. But I've agonized in much the same way as I've watched Christian singles try their best to convince me, convince themselves that their significant other really is a Christian.
0: The Church of Philadelphia was commended for recognizing when God opened a door of opportunity and walking through that door. Pastor Robert and his wife, Elizabeth, will be challenging us to pray and ask for divine appointments to minister to people and to walk through the open doors of opportunity that God provides. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part four of their message entitled, Philadelphia.
2: revealing christ is the point because we're the only bible most people read and if we're so busy wanting to have our own way in this it's not going to taste like him we're not going to taste like him to them when and this is why there's a progression in these verses he's when being faithful to Christ's word is the goal when that's what we matters to us then once that's established then he will open doors that no one can shut Because you've been faithful, I will open these doors, he said in these verses.
1: And number two, Jesus alone always opens the right doors. You know, one reason for so much frustration in ministry is personal ambition. You know, it's always, of course, you know, it's always in Jesus' name, but often not really. I've seen far too often pastors go off track just because it was really all about making a name for themselves. That was really what was at the heart, you know, of of what they were doing, you know, proving themselves to be successful or whatever. And some of our fists are bloody from banging on doors that we want open for ministry. You know, and we make the mistake of calling our own passion the calling of God on our lives. Do you you understand what I'm saying? Something that we want, you know, we really want to make it happen. And... We're we're determined to make it happen, even though God's saying, you know, not now or no, you know. But we're gonna, we're just gonna keep, keep fighting away. There's a time for that. There's a time when you realize that, when you know that you know that you know that God is telling you to do this thing. Well, then yeah, then you pound away at it and and do everything in your power. But the problem is, so, so often guys that are. They're not really waiting on the Lord to begin with. It's just, you know, I've seen so many come to, to South Beach over the years determined to plant a church in South Beach because South Beach just is just such a cool place to plant a church, you know, and, and they pound away at it for a while and then they leave. You know, we've watched mega churches, more than one, by the way, send teams in and spend tens of thousands of dollars in South Beach. Only to pull out after a little while. I've watched in agony, you know, when younger men that were so sure of their calling, but God didn't open the door. And so they manipulated and maneuvered and schemed and connived and whatever, trying to force the door open. It never works out well. But I've agonized in much the same way as I've watched Christian singles try their best to convince me, convince themselves that their significant other really is a christian really is a spiritual person and i know i'm going to sit with them sometime later on while they cry while they agonize over the painful reality that they're just living in the flesh that that was not a door that god ever intended to be opened you know that the bible has closed the door to certain things we don't have to pray about them we don't have to wonder we don't have to think we're the exception or whatever the scriptures tell us very clearly business partnerships with people who are not believers it's not like it's a law that you can't do it but he tells you in the scriptures it's not going to work out well you're going to have problems marriages Un, you know, unequal yokes like that, not going to work out well. Sex outside of marriage. There are negative consequences. You might do your best to you know convince me, convince yourself that it's not so, but, but the reality is that door is closed. And yes, you can push it open, you can force your way through it, but not with the blessing of God. But when God opens a door, he says, nobody can shut it. Amen. Think about that. Isn't that a beautiful thing? I can't tell you how many times over the years that has allowed me to sleep at night with regard to this church. This church should not exist. I had absolutely no idea. I've told this story so many times. I'm not going to you know, tell the whole thing again, but I had absolutely no idea how to be a pastor. I didn't even know what I didn't know. The very first Sunday we started, I'm standing out there, we got this little makeshift sign and one of my former students from Youth of the Mission came walking up and said, who's doing childcare? And I was like, childcare? You mean kids might show up to church? <laughs> and then immediately the wheels started turning. What else have I not thought of? I got to do funerals. I don't know how to do a funeral and weddings. I've never done a wedding. How do I do a wedding? What, am I, what have I gotten myself into here? I thought I was just going to teach the Bible. And I started thinking of all these other things that were a part of church. (sighs) Had no idea, had no money, had no team, you know? I had a Bible, that's what I had, and a a computer. And the Holy Spirit of the living God who said, I've opened a door for you and nobody can shut it. People tried. People tried. The enemy tried to close the door. All kinds of things. Do you understand what I'm saying? When God opens a door, nobody can shut that door. And if he needs to make you smarter, he'll make you smarter. If he needs to provide more money for you, then he'll provide more money for you. He won't do it until it's absolutely necessary, I've found. (laughs) But he will. When Peter and Paul were in prison, he opened the prison doors. And like I said, you know, the fact that he opened the door for this church to be here, that's our only strength. He never opens doors merely for your personal fulfillment, personal satisfaction. Often they're involved. Often. When you walk through the doors that he opened, you find the personal fulfillment, the joy, this satisfaction that you had looked for elsewhere you understand what I'm saying? That's not primarily why he opened the door, but it's a benefit. It's a benefit. There are open doors to a sacrificial life. And that's the only way that you and I will ever be fully satisfied, giving ourselves away, giving ourselves for something greater, for someone greater. Galatians 2.20 Paul said, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me.
2: Hmm. Point three for this, for this manual for victory. Christ alone validates his love for us. Look at this in Revelation 3.9. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan, who says they are Jews and are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet to know that I have loved you. I just wanted to just camp out the whole night on that, but but there's a bigger ramification of this. One day, those who torment you now for your faith or who dismiss you because you're just one of those brainwashed Christians or whatever, one day they will know that God's love in you is not only true, but that it is going to carry you through the other side. Amen. But the question is, that is true, that will happen. One day every knee will bow before him, and so they will recognize that you were of him. But the bigger question for me is, will you know that he has loved you? Do you know that he has loved you? Because if you don't know that, then you don't, then you don't really live in the freedom. That is a huge source of strength when you fe- when you know you're loved it sets you free instead of when you know you're rejected or you think you're rejected right one of one of satan's most powerful tricks and i we all know it is to convince us that whatever we're doing in jesus is somehow not valid it's not the real thing or he doesn't like me as much as he likes somebody else
0: for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.